Hi folks, it's Greg, Happy Festivus. You may notice that this episode is a little short and also has an A next to it. In fact, it turns out that the episode we recorded was very, very long. So we decided we're going to split the episode in two, release them both this week as parts A and B, and you can enjoy both. Some before the Christmas holidays where everybody's having Chinese food and putting up with their families, and another portion afterwards that maybe you can listen to while you're having a safe and sober New Year's with all your friends and family, and everybody gets home safe. So uh, please enjoy these two episodes, split into two episodes, and we'll see you after the new year. Bye. Welcome to... The Skeptic Wire. <clears throat> you might want to swallow first, Gary. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. Hello. Hello. Hello! <coughs> really? <coughs> Already? Yeah. Sorry. That's stuck in the craw. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have a cold. <laughs> it is the twenty second of December, episode one hundred eighty of the Skeptic Choir. I'm your host Gerlan, and with me this week are Donald Swafford. Oh, I'm here. I think, probably not. I don't really want to be here. Sorry. And sickly news presenter Craig Perrine. While Gary is going to use his radio DJ voice, I'm going to use my NPR voice <laughs> this week. Is that NPR or is that more uh, golf tournament? It's yeah. kind of the same. <laughs> They're not clapping, folks. They're doing something else entirely. No, that would sound like this. <laughs> you clearly do something really <laughs> weird. And we've talked about Octopus our habits in porn. the porn. Okay. The technical term is tentacle porn. Yeah, I'm, Gary, get it right. I'm subcategory. <laughs> <laughs> Sure, squids are great. Octopuses are better. Because there was a James. There was a James Bond film, Octopussy. There wasn't Octa Squid or Squid Squid Squidopolis Squid Bond. Well, or... first off, it's not octopuses; it's octopodes. That is the proper plural for the word octopus. Yes, uh, brother to biggest dickus. <laughs> Well, well, Gary admits that he's a wimp and he fucks octopus. I, no, ah, 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 ah. I didn't say fuck octopuses. He just watches. No, no, no. Yeah. He just likes to watch. It's the beak. I'm a real man. I fuck sharks. <laughs> and I'm not talking about jets and sharks from uh, uh, the Dancy movie. West Side Story. Thank you. The Dancy movie with the snapping. Yes, West Side yeah, Story. With the really bad jazz bits. <laughs> um, exactly. Yeah, I don't know well, where we go from here either. <laughs> uh, Merry, Merry the Christmas and Happy Holidays, Summer Solstice. No, wait, Winter Solstice. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you're you're, you're planning ahead. Yeah, planning ahead. But. Festivus, Saturnalia, Newtonmas. Kwanzaa, Hogs Hanukkah. Watch Night. Ha ha sorry, who? Hogs Watch Night. I know that's part of your holiday song it's thing. A, it's a Terry Pratchett thing uh, from Discworld, gotcha. where the Hog Father comes in. <laughs> so they say up and watch. Watch for the Hog? Yeah. It's kind of like uh, Linus for the Great Pumpkin? Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay. Makes perfect sense. Right. Or Jesus, whatever. Orgies? <laughs> or Jesus. Oh, okay. Or Jesus, orgies. Gotcha. Right. Which, now that I've said it, can't say orgies... No, no, never mind. <coughs> yeah, I, I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, uh, AdamandEve.com. <laughs> uh, get your Christmas shopping done late, apparently. 
because this probably won't go out. Anyway. Well, it's probably best that they don't come early. Ha <laughs> ha! Yeah, Donna just shakes her head at us and waits for us to move on to the next segment. Pretty do much. We have, do we have a next segment? <laughs> <laughs> what is next? Oh, you have a... We're, we're, we're bringing um, uh, the, the Holistic Chamber of Commerce back. Yes, in a manner of in speaking. In a manner of speaking. So way back when, in the first year or so of our show, we had a segment where we would kind of find a local woo merchant of some sort, and they we would kind of snark on their website and kind of it would hit the different points of skepticism. And I was thinking about get, bringing that back instead of the birthday thing, because that's we're, a little played out. Yeah. Um, so kicking in, it yeah. old school. We're bringing a holistic back. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Looking for the walrus. Okay, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> oh, there's like one person that's going to get that. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, you, yes. Uh, okay, so in looking up on different websites of something interesting, um, I found a website called elvesarenotfake.com. Well... Well, oh. that definitively answers that question. Well, enough. Because yeah. there's, a, cause there's a website. Yes. No, they're, they're just not real. The, the interesting <laughs> thing is if you look on uh, how often that they're, they're updating, uh, the person says, Hello, everyone. I've been going to public school for the past – sorry. I've been going to, the, to public school the past year, so I haven't had time to update the site. But you probably noticed starting in October that I've been fixing – the grammar and spelling across the site. Well, not so much. <laughs> um, like hey, I said, hey, he actually has a G on the end of that word fixing. Yeah. So it's not fixing. It is fixing. Is it, is it more... <laughs> Some of it is me just colloquializing it with a southern accent. But um, Well, when we, we watch the video that we're going to watch, we'll find out why you're specifically doing a southern accent. Which yes. I think is about the only accent you can do. So uh, <laughs> this is a whole lot of preamble to saying, well, the website is interesting um, so you, you want to go and poke around elves are not fake and have a good laugh for a while. Um, there is one section of the website called Evidence of Elves. How old is this person? I thought this guy was like... like well, okay, the guy in the video is someone else. Oh, okay. So what I found on this Evidence of Elves section is a YouTube video that this person embedded saying that this other person's ideas of elves are knows different elves than I do, but mostly what he says is also like my elves. I'm not sure what that sentence means, but it's someone else who he thinks is kind of has the same idea of this elves as he does. Possibly. He has a thing called, I can't show you a picture of a real elf because of identity un-elf disorder or IUD. Yeah. Isn't, that, isn't that that's a that's a um, birth, control. birth control device? Yes, I I I don't know. I really honestly don't think this is fake. Despite this other section, it's called well, elves and Freemasonry. Okay, well, it hasn't about the elf expert. Uh huh. And it's a picture of a kid in a car. Looks a little like Howdy Doody. And he says, that's me. My name's Benjamin, and I'm an elf expert. Besides that, though, I have four brothers and two sisters and one twin, and I'm the youngest with my twin. There's eight kids. But my sisters and one boy are from my stepdad, and but not the other boys or my twin. They're from my real dad. I love baseball and lacrosse and kissing, lol, and hikes and my iguana and fun games like elf bowling and elves and my twin. If I was a piece of furniture, I would be a lamp because I'm bright and I have a twin. Other people would not tell every you lamp has I'm a twin. easy to like. <laughs> and I N-O a lot of things that a lot of people don't N-O. And I believe them because I... No, incorrectly spelled. So then, please contact me to ask me some questions, or send me a, or send me a another friend survey to fill out. I'm getting the feeling I'm that worried. this guy's not all there. I'm worried that this kid has had a visit to Uncle Touchy's naked puzzle basement, <laughs> and he's using elves to escape. But um, the kid is not the one in the video that we're going to get into here for a second. We'll post the link to this uh, YouTube video onto our blog and uh, show announcement page. But um, 
it's it's kind of interesting. So we'll we'll let, we'll just kind of get into it and um, pause as we go to see how this goes. Okay. Quick editorial note here. We realize the audio quality on this is not the best. We will figure out a better way to do this in the future. Please bear with us. Thank you very much. Hi, Christopher Valentine here. Hi, Christopher Valentine. Oh, he's very soothing. Stop. I have a question. Yes? Where is Elf Lake? Because I'm looking at a map of North Carolina right now, and I don't see it anywhere on the map. Uh, he just <laughs> likes to call it He likes it to Lake. call it that. Oh, okay. In his, in his soothing, elf-friendly voice. Elf okay. He, he, he's going to be an NPR in a couple of years. <laughs> it, it, it is a small lake that basically is surrounded by tall, reedy, like, uh, plants which the elves like oh well we'll find out yes okay. apparently this is a perfect place for elves right hundreds we talk about in the books how we rescued many elves from florida while we were living there oh florida and there was lots of fires at the time bush fires stop the ever uh now were these retired elves <laughs> <laughs> did their did did the elves shoes match their belt because i do believe that is an actual law in florida Especially if they're white. Uh, well, we don't, we don't know about the class system. And el elf, elf, elf. I guess they were swamp elves being from Florida? Could be. So it was brush fires, not the alligators and crocodiles that they were most worried so, well, about. That was, well, they couldn't be in, in the swamp then. Because if there are a lot of fires and they're living near lakes, probably don't need to save them from the lakes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So they must have some natural defense against alligators and crocodiles, then. Well, they're elves. They're elves. What do you expect? Well, they, ho ho hopefully we'll find some of this out. I, I hope right. so. My, my idea of elves, besides the elf quest elves, which are, I think, different from the elves he's talking about, because according to the site, they're more like the Lord of the Ring elves. Mm -hmm. as oh, opposed and to the Baxi Prince elves. Nuwata from Hellboy. The, uh, okay. If you go to their thing, he's got a thing that says... This is the true elf, and it's Prince Nuwata from Hellboy. Uh, okay. All right, let's, uh, let's get back <laughs> let's into go. it. So they've been rescued from Florida. Okay, okay. excellent. And a lot of them came with us to North Carolina. And also, over the years, when California has major fires, the elves are invited to come here because in this area, there's a lot of homes up in the mountains that aren't being used that the elves actually... <laughs> Okay, yeah. first off, how did they get invited? Was it Evite or brown paper tickets? Do because... elves have email? <laughs> and why would you take them all the way from California to um, squat in North empty Car homes in North, North Carolina? Carolina? Well, it may be the it's, – it's not like Montana has a lot of, like, green lakes or something. Or, or, or what, Idaho or wherever the or place Or say, is. I don't know, say, the Great Lakes area? <laughs> Maybe it gets too cold in the winter. Maybe they're they're um, so what you're tropical is, elves. What you're saying is that elves are whiny little bitches who can't handle the cold. Well, they're from Florida and California, so yes. But why not just stop, I don't know, in Louisiana? Lots of wet, reedy places in Louisiana. Well, as we all know, that's where all the vampires are. Oh, sinkholes, too. Yeah. <laughs> Between vampires and sinkholes, I think those are the natural predators of the of the so that's that's what I'm going with. And uh, unfortunately it seems all these elves are just purely squatters cuz they're not like in staying in hobbit holes or something like that. They're staying in unoccupied houses. Like, exactly. So I guess the the downturn of the US economy has re really been a big boon for the elf population because all these abandoned over um uh, these re uh, repossessed homes are now empty and elves can stay in them. Well, that's that's nice. It's nice to repurpose uh, unwanted homes as elf habitats. <laughs> okay, let's continue. Actually, like to use as their temporary housing. So, elves do like to be by water, where what? the ocean meets the mountains. Wait, wait, stop! The ocean meets the in, in North Carolina. <laughs> Isn't there, like, I don't know, beach, flatland, all of that jazz? Between... Way before, yeah. Okay. 
Hmm. Oh my goodness, my geography is just so bad. <laughs> if only I knew more. Well, we're only a minute into this, and I thought um, when we watched it before we started recording the show, we're just shy of a minute, so I'll give this factoid right now. Um, I watched. I was when we were watching the video. I counted for the first minute how many times this guy blinks. It's a total of nine. So I mean, I mean that's not maybe, bad, maybe. but it could be it could be better. <laughs> so he's he's uh, in this this guy. He's got this like flyaway blonde bleach blonde very, hair, very blonde hair, a uh, very Nordic looking, and obviously very uh, either Nordic sounding, either Nordic or uh, uh, where the people with the um, surfers, surfers. Thank you. <laughs> Hey, people at home couldn't see me doing the little surfing thing, <laughs> pointing towards the end of the surfboard with the one hand above my head, but that's exactly what I was like. Na, 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 na. Okay. Well, fortunately, you were doing the sign language for surfer. <laughs> yes. Uh, which works well on a podcast. Yes. <laughs> the mountains meet other bodies of water like ah. lakes and rivers and streams. Ah. Here behind okay. me, we have a pretty good sized lake. Very peaceful. It's very not that calm. good size. It's like 30 feet across. Yeah. That's pretty much it. I mean, so not really lake as much. You would say pond. Yeah, yeah, a small lake, but but maybe large. That we we don't know how large the elves are yet. It's somewhere between lake and pond, so it's like a it's a pake or a lond. <laughs> There's nobody around here, and that's what elves like. They like to have a lot of privacy. They are the shyest of all the nature spirits. Ah. <laughs> they're the shyest the, the the shyest of nature spirits but that implies that there's more creatures out there that are also nature spirits of some sort this is true this is true so i hope that he gets into who else are out there uh, yeah. bigfoots do you really hope that <laughs> because bigfoots bigfoots are i seem to be pretty damn shy now, granted, we don't have any pictures of elves since the 1800s. Right. Uh, uh, since but those. we do have pictures of Bigfoots, but I really do believe that Bigfoot is actually fuzzy. Yes. It's not our picture-taking ability. Bigfoot itself is just fuzzy. Right. Yeah. So it may be that, that Big Feet are... Uh, big Feetses. Bigfoots. Bigfoots. Are, are, are actually technically just elves that have been captured on film. Could be. It's possible. Could be. Well, all right. Let's get let's back see. into it. They do like to be by tall, reedy plants like these behind me and large grasses where they can kind of hide in between and be close to the water. So these must be small things. They have to be small because reeds are, yeah, they can maybe get up to eight feet high, but generally speaking. They're only like three feet. Well, the reeds behind this this narrator are about the size of his head, about his shoulder length or Yes, something. but we don't know if he's sitting down. <laughs> we don't know if he's on his knees. I, honestly, we don't know how tall he actually is because all we see is from, like, upper chest up. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, he could be short. I, I guess we tall. don't really know much about his uh, sex life, if he's kneeling down or standing up or what. Uh, I don't think that ended I, I, I kind of have the feeling with as 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 moderated as he is, this guy's definitely a bottom. Let's just <laughs> leave it. All right. Well, let's get back into this. Location place where we're going to be talking about elves. Location place. What their purpose is, the different foods that they like to eat. Oh, good. As well as some of their societal structure. Oh, they have an entire society. Good. This is good. We're right. getting, okay, we're getting... so the anthropologist well, in me. <laughs> yeah, <No>. exactly. And there's, <laughs> well, they're staying in people's houses, which makes you think they're just vagabonds, but apparently they have a whole society. Sure. They have a culture. Yes. Okay. On, on the other hand, dumpster divers do as well. Yes. Uh, we did talk about elves in an earlier episode. They are the tallest of all the nature spirits. They are also the vegetarians of the nature spirit community. Now, they are very thin, like you have seen, perhaps, in Lord of the Rings series of movies. Okay, stop. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, elves are tall. Yes. In fact, they're taller than humans. Yeah, they're like six. They're like six, six or seven feet, yeah. They are thin, but then they're vegetarian, so that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what is their... Are we sure they're not vegans? He said vegetarian, but do they... I mean, we we don't know if they're they're... Egg and milk eaters. Well, I, I'm so wondering... So I'm, I'm betting vegan. I'm wondering what they can really eat out of 
a lake other than slime and mold and uh, reeds. greenery. Reeds. Yeah. Um, okay. <clears throat> well, if they're living in houses, they may still go to supermarkets. And we Good just point. don't know. We well, may have passed some in H-E-B today, and we just <laughs> didn't know that they were elves. That person in a raincoat was actually two elves on each other's shoulders. <laughs> well, no, wait, they're the tallest. They're, they're the tallest. So they're the tallest, but that doesn't mean anything, because we have nothing to to base that off of. Right. I mean, sure, if everybody else is only six inches, two feet is pretty fucking tall. That's pretty, it's just, I think he gets into how tall they are in a little bit. Spirits, they are taller. So, in their world, or in when we see them, they're going to be about three feet tall. Which... Okay. So, he got three feet tall creatures from Florida and from California into North Carolina. How? What, are you buying plane tickets? They, they drive in a U Haul? <laughs> I, I would go with so the, what you're the saying U Haul is mule he's, theory. Yeah. He's, an, he's an elf coyote. Yes. And it, it's just like an elf clown car. <laughs> then hundreds of them start. Well, yeah, they're out. only three feet. You can really stack them in there. <laughs> we could probably get fifty and they in are, my they car. Are, they are thin, and you notice it's they're three feet when we see them. Mm. So apparently, they may change in. If it's like the 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 weeping angels in Doctor Who, yeah. when we when we don't see them, they may be like eight feet tall. Or even smaller, and they just get larger so that they can uh, scare us. us in something other than a squeaky voice. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. And how the hell are you going to make shoes if you're only six feet, six inches tall? Huh? Well, toys. I, I I don't know if these guys make shoes or cookies or what. So we'll, we'll... is probably the tallest of all the nature spirits. Probably. And Not sure. they are very much known. For being keepers of wisdom. That is one of their primary functions. And they're the nature spirits that collect all the historical information around the world in great big books that they say only they can see, That though they do sometimes share that with the gnomes. Stop! <laughs> okay, first okay. of all, they're three feet tall creatures who are thin like Lord of the Rings, who carry around great big, big books. Big fucking books! Great big they Fucking books, full of the world's knowledge like, that they, they share. See. That they share with the gnomes. Yes, so who we assume are one of the other nature spirits. Well, we know that they like to hang out in gardens and on doorstops. <laughs> maybe, maybe they're the actual weeping angels, the gnomes. <laughs> maybe those, yeah. Because we, we look at them. Yeah, like, this is just about the elves. They don't tell us much about gnomes in this video, but it, it may be another one. We have to find out. Yeah. All well, right. So the great big books. Great big books. That they Tomes. That they pull around with them from Florida to North Carolina to California. And like a, like a red flyer or something. Yeah, or a bag of holding or something. <laughs> and they also have another very special purpose, and that is they are the unicorn caretakers. <laughs> That, the, <laughs> we just okay. We've just asserted gnomes and unicorns and, and books, books. <laughs> with all the world's all knowledge. the world's knowledge, and they are the unicorn caretakers because unicorns can't be fine on their own in the wild. Well, and, well, we know that unicorns exist according to the Bible, so we're good. Mm -hmm. I'm good is with it, that. Is this the the what is the care? I, I hope we'll find out what care they're actually doing for these unicorns because is it just like harry potter like they're hiding the dragons from us so they're hiding the unicorns from humans so we don't get scared or is it like something from um labyrinth or something where if you touch a unicorn it dies or i forget the plot of that <laughs> <laughs> i know there was something to do with a unicorn I, I i don't remember or was it the one with tom cruise and tim curry you mean legend? Legend. Legend Labyrinth. It's all the same thing. <laughs> legend Labyrinth. The last unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Good they're enough. taking care of unicorns. Let's okay. let's see what Knowledge else they do. Knowledge unicorns. I happen to like my gnomes. unicorn slapped on a nice juicy bun <laughs> with some lettuce and some... T unicorn steaks. Gotcha. <laughs> Apparently only, only virgins can eat unicorn steaks. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that lets me out. 
take their jobs very, very seriously. Well, thank God for that. As we talked about earlier in another episode, they do have scouts. Remember, elves like to wear those pointed hats in the front like Robin Hood with a feather on the side. So he's Peter fucking Pan. (coughs) That's what we're saying. Peter Pan was an elf. Could be. He was kind of short. Why would they even wear shit like that? Tradition. There's got to be a stupid <laughs> reason. Like, Let's see. I've got the hat in the moil. The hand side of the hat means that they have free reign as scouts to go about the forest. And the reason that they do like to scout out beforehand when they're moving the unicorns around is to make sure that it is safe for the unicorns. The unicorns are indeed real. They are the healing modality in the nature spirit realm, just like herbs are the healing modality in our realm. Oh, what, what the what? fuck? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. The modality. So, so maybe it is unicorn steaks is how you cure, cure people of disease? Well, uh, traditionally I believe that you they, they touch you with the horn. Oh, okay. Or, or So it's not like... All uh, night like, long me hugging me horn the porn, porn, porn. <laughs> Okay. So it's not like a, a, a African elephant kind of poaching situation where it's like shavings of the horn is what cures your, your uh, flaccid penis or something. We don't know that. We don't. We're yeah, not. exactly. I'm. <laughs> but this guy, this guy is trying to use big words like modality in a sentence and he's failing miserably. Well, we but, don't know what they actually do. This, this, okay. This is what this is what I don't get. He compares unicorns to herbs. So they must be ingested somehow. Uh, Maybe or, it's the unicorn shit. No, I, I, mm-hmm. I'm well, imagining that he that he rainbow. is his suggestion is is that the elves are just healed by being in the room with it. So it's sort of like a how can we put this osseolococcinum of of <laughs> the the spirit world. See, because you only need a little bit. <laughs> you just need to, need to be next to a unicorn. Unicorn adjacent will heal you. Hey, it worked in Harry Potter. They drank yeah. the blood. Yeah, yeah. They had be. to kill the unicorn to get the blood so that what's his name could live forever or, or something. I don't remember. Yeah, I think that's, that's right. They had to kill the unicorn to bring bring the the bald snaky guy back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or um, maybe they just tap a unicorn like a keg or something. <laughs> <laughs> Make it part rainbows. <laughs> I've been blessed. A unicorn shed upon me. Unicorn. <laughs> so we've got it's these. Like the <laughs> we've got these elf scouts in the forest protecting the unicorn modalities. Right, and very shyly yes. with scouts. See, th- okay, I don't understand how in however large this population of however many woodland creatures. You'd still have to. I mean, there's always the exhibitionist amongst every group. <laughs> I mean, so wait a minute you're talking about naked elves exhibitionist or no like oh. they want to be seen so they're gonna come oh, like okay. kind of like the, the misfit elf like uh yeah. from uh the the one who wants to be a dentist yes you got one who wants to be seen by humans and exactly prove that he she it exists unless they, that explains peter dinklage's acting career why he's so awesome he's an elf could, could be and that he that's absolutely correct or they kill him off before, because it may, maybe they're very violent. Uh, nature, uh, we, red. Yeah, we, they have not said whether or not elves are a violent species or not. Yeah, they don't say how they protect these unicorns. They could be vicious with, like, bowie knives right. and just stab, 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 stab. Nature, red, and tooth and claw, after all. Yeah. All right, well, let's, let's find out. And we do talk a lot about unicorns and the first ever channeling of mermaids and... <laughs> They're channeling, channeling of a mermaid. Okay, why? Why they they build? Well, channel is a type of uh, of a water. Yeah, that's what yeah, I thought. Yeah. A, so they, well, and like, what is it, the running of the bull. <laughs> so you have to swim the channeling down. of the mermaids. <laughs> so you, I got it. So the elves for their out annual pilgrimage back to the water they find the river with all the mermaids and if you can dodge all the mermaids on the way to the ocean you win a gold it's like medal. Frogger. okay <laughs> well but this makes sense because mermaids traditionally are not the disney mermaids they're 
they're they're fish on top and legs on the bottom. Well, they're 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 nasty little beastie things that'll beastie things that collect bubbles. Yeah, and kill you and kill sailors. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. You know, uh, creature from the Black Lagoon type stuff. Right. Only more mermaids. So they have to channel the mermaids to protect humanity from them. Or protect the, uh, the protect uh, them from humanity. I think we have to find out what this, this expert on elves has to tell us. A- and gnomes and mermaids, mermaids and unicorns. And, yes. He really likes unicorns. But he has a pink room. Mermen. Yes, there are mermen like there are male fairies. That's all mermen. And we go into all the different types or many different types of mystical beings in one of their newer books called Magical Powers and Mystical Beings and Anyone for Jen. So if you'd like Written to... by who? Oh, Were you Jen, Winifred Jen? Hold on. I, I not, think... not, uh, not uh, what's-her-face from... Magical Beings and... J.C. Rowling? Newer books called Magical Powers and Mystical Beings and Anyone for Jen. Are you sure that's not J.K. Rowling? <laughs> Pretty sure it was in one of those books. By Dr. Christian Von Lahr. That's not what he said. This this one has like a, a, an abducted child on this the front is, of the I cover. This is, I found the book! I'm not kidding! Yep. Stop. Okay. Uh, apparently it is an actual printed thing. We're not going to call it real. That's the kid from the, the Elves Are Not Fake website. Oh dear. Well, now we've now we've uh, we've inceptioned. <laughs> this is like a, a snake swallowing itself. <laughs> what is it, Orboros or yeah, the Mobius strip. Yeah, Mo- Mobius strip of of, of elf crazy. <laughs> okay. Now, while Donna reads up on that, let's uh, keep going with the video. So, if you'd like to learn a lot more about mermaids and dragons and unicorns. This is the book for you. Oh my God. Getting back to the elves, though. Oh, thank goodness. They like. they like oranges and apples. Those are really, really big with them. So, I basically, think- he's calling horses elves. Ponies. <laughs> po- miniature ponies are elves. Because they like apples and carrots, too. Well, I can... I- apple... Oranges, oranges definitely in Florida. Oranges might grow in California, but Carolina? Well, yeah. no, but but he's moving them from these dangerous places where there's fires near the lakes. <laughs> well, maybe elves <laughs> just don't swim very well. Could be, could be. I remember one of the first times connecting with elves near our house in a park nearby. Park. And we were walking along. Okay, one little thing. Communing with elves in his house. I'm really frightened that this guy passed the process to get a mortgage. <laughs> hey, if you have enough, if you have just slightly enough money, <laughs> he was able to convince somebody at a bank that he was sane enough to own a house. You know, we don't know that inheritance trust fund. He he may have like a guardian conservator. <laughs> well, I th- I think you're overlooking the elf in the room. Don't forget, he, he knows the elf on the shelf. <laughs> he, he knows gnomes. Gnomes are well known for uh, hoarding gold and, and stuff like that. Okay, I get so that. So perhaps the elves, in the kindness of him taking them off the shelf and bringing them to North Carolina uh, to the lake, this suddenly sounds like a really bad horror he, film. He paid cash is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. That happen to just be near lakes in this park, so there again, oh, you just happened to be liking to be near water or bodies of water. And an elf had his hand upside down, coming from a tree, hanging upside down from a tree, asking for passage. Monkey, <laughs> okay, he's either talking about miniature ponies with prehensile, no, wait, with uh, with it was up in a tree, thumbs, yeah. <laughs> Or princey prehensile tails. I think this guy just got brain damage on the Great Adventure Monkey Safari. I think he's thinking of children. (laughs) And that's scary in and of itself. This guy is the one who who has Uncle uh, Touchy's Naked Puzzle Basement? He is Uncle Touchy's (laughs) Naked Puzzle Basement. 
themselves and all nature spirits are known as traitors. So they like to have something in Wait, return. Wait, traitors or traitors? With the Traitors. Oh, traitors. So they like, trade. Like, I'll trade my water, your water for my soda. Wow. So and thankfully might. enough, on the YouTube video, the word traitors pops up. So you know what he's talking about. <laughs> I shit you not. It's right there. You entering their area or doing something for you, perhaps. So they oh. asked for us for an orange, and being unprepared at the time, not knowing we should have an orange on us, we didn't have one, and they accepted a copper, they said, or a penny, in return for, for passage. A copper. So just a safety tip so, for everybody, whenever you go hiking, bring an orange with you. You or, never know or, when the elves are going to come. Or a penny, here. which well, is not made out of copper. Not anymore. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah. Yes, because all of a sudden we're back. We're back to the 1800s, and it's Little House on the Prairie. Well, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy was a big on the gold standard too. I well, doubt he all, could spell standard. This he spells modality. Well, he says no, modality. Says he didn't spell but, it. So this implies that elves are still kind of stuck in the 18th century here, because well, they're asking for coppers. They're asking for knuts. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I did go back and uh, end up going back there a few weeks or a few months later, bringing an orange for them as well, since they so much enjoy fruits and vegetables. How I'm still they... making the argument that they're vegan. Uh, oh, yeah, and, we don't hear them having eggs or cheese or anything like that. He's not saying that the elves love pizza or anything. Yeah, because you can have vegan pizza, of course, or vegetarian pizza. And, and given that they're living by lakes and stuff, I'm really surprised they're not pescatarians. <laughs> All right, let's keep going. They actually like to put the fruits and vegetables on long skewers. With... Oh, dear. This might take so a So there's... <laughs> so, and where so, are they okay, going to put those on, skewers? Hold on. So they're chef-like. So they're, they're into kebabs. <laughs> so they're Middle Eastern. Apple kebabs. Gotcha. Skewers that they like to eat off of. Kebabbing for apples. Especially pineapples and different types of vegetables. Pineapples. Pineapples? Pineapples are not native to North America. <laughs> well, neither maybe are the elves. They maybe came across on the Mayflower with uh, yeah. American one of, one of my One of my best of the year actually relates to that. So, ah. All right. So, preview. And don't be surprised if they also like to gnaw on the wood as well. I have another <laughs> If you know what I mean. <laughs> That's just too easy. No, so rather on the wood of what? <laughs> of the, the skewers that they put the apples and the oranges oh, in. Oh, I was thinking it was a metal skewer. Okay. Yeah. Because it doesn't... Because apples and oranges are so inconvenient to eat on their own. <laughs> with with that the you hands. You must put them on the yes, a skewer and no, then chew on the skewer. It has to be wood because if it was metal, it would be impure. And that, now, 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 to be fair, to be fair, apples cooked are, are quite tasty. I no. don't know about oranges. Well, oranges serve, you can... Yeah, you yeah, can get You can make them part of a sauce. You can part, part of a of sauce, sauce, but not necessarily on a kebab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on a kebab. Well, it, it didn't say that they were cooked fruits on a skewer. They just like to eat them on the skewer. Oh, it's they their like version of a, a stick. It's their version of a fork, yes. So, essentially, all elves are like that pop. Jeff Dunham guy. It's everything's on a stick. Okay. Yeah. Okay, let's move on, because... I'm losing brain cells here, people. All all. He brought them all. They weren't sated by an orange or an apple or a silver penny or a simple penny. They, they had to have chicken satay and a peanut sauce. <laughs> Because elves love them some fortune cookies. <laughs> and we were all enjoying the food, and we noticed that the elves were eating the chopsticks. And the reason for that is... I apparently Hold they, no, apparently I they hear weren't the, plastic I wanna, chopsticks. I want to hear the end of this. Elves love bamboo, and the chopsticks were made out of bamboo. So it was a little surprising at first to see them chomping on the chopsticks as part of their dinner and but okay so okay. so now they're they monkey, probably... monkey, monkey pony pandas <laughs> <laughs> monkey pony pandas okay uh, okay mpps mpps maybe elves uh, el 
F is like an acronym for something. Extremely or... low frequency, <laughs> which is apparently his brainwave. <laughs> I'm sure he's a nice guy. By the way, if you have bamboo growing in your garden or around your home or property, you can be sure that you have elves with you or near. There's some right down the street. <laughs> I didn't see any last time I ran through it. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe maybe the North Carolina for the winter. Okay. Oh, okay. Because elves love bamboo. They love hiding in between it and Pandas. traveling around it and making it their home area. Pandas. So that's a wonderful, if you want to attract elves to your garden, it's a wonderful thing to plant. Bamboo. Yeah, finally okay. we're getting to the purposes of the video because the video is titled, Elves, Learn How to Attract Real Elves to You. Okay. So we're finally getting around to the point. Bamboo, oranges, uh, bronze. Uh, but yeah, say, okay, coppers, I have coppers. to say this. Apparently, I am a. I'm probably the reason why there are no elves in this area. Because when we bought our house, there was like a bamboo plant in the back, and Teacher Mike hacked it with a machete. So he probably killed a few. So I'm probably. Genocide. I'm, I'm probably on their little elf poster in like whatever their post office is. It says most wanted. <laughs> Teacher Mike. He was pretty pissed. Wow. Okay. Bamboo as well, which will spread. You will get lots of bamboo. <laughs> yeah. That is absolutely true. It is hard to get rid of baboo. 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 <laughs> it will spread very, very rapidly. So at Hence least... the reason why Teacher Mike hacked it with a machete. Yep. Are also known as fishers. They are elves are very, very smart nature spirits, as they all. So they're are. Jesus too. Wait, they're known they're... as fishers? So they're not vegetarian? Well, m maybe they just catch it and don't eat it? <laughs> they just catch it, <laughs> catch and, kill it, it. and throw it back! They just catch <laughs> it and kill it. fish, I hate you! <laughs> no, it's one of head. these! They catch it and they go, Hi, Mr. Fishy! Go back to your homeland! <laughs> or, or catch the, it's, and throw it's back! Like the, catch the, and release! The little bully kid who's ripping the wings off of flies. They catch the fish, rip off their fins, and throw them back. Or... Maybe they're the reason why we evolved from fish. Or, hold on, hold on. <laughs> I like my theory better, but... <laughs> they're just trying to make the fish evolve. Right, gotcha. All right. Or maybe it's a fissure. Like like when you rip on your butt. <laughs> like an anal fissure. Elves, the hemorrhoids let's, of let's, the <laughs> Let's find out what the video says before we conclude that they're anal fissures. Hold on. And they came up with the idea of using nets to catch fish. So no, they're catching fish, so they are not anal fissures. So at least we know that much. Well, okay, no, no, well. fissures. They may be anal fissures. Um, <laughs> they to catch fish. So they, they invented they, nets. They invented nets. Yes. Elves invented nets, nets, and we stole the technology from them. Yes, it's. it's I would like, have been um, more happy if they had been the ones that invented noodling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, every once in a while, you reach down there and get a merman. Which they sell to the elves. They also. I thought the elves. Wait, what? Back that up. Back that up. Because oh, I dear. thought that the elves invented the nets, so there's. So there's some elf who's, like, making money off of his elf brethren? Let's see what we can find out. ...as well, which will spread. You will get lots of bamboo. Elves are also known as fishers. They are... Elves are very, very smart nature spirits, as they all are, and they came up with the idea of using nets to catch fish, which they sell to the elves. Wait, what? The elves use nets to sell to the elves. So, obviously... Oh, I got it. They're, okay, they're artisans. There are elf artisans, uh, and there's like elf chefs, and there's elf, I don't know, squatters, apparently. Because well, oh, no, all elves are squatters. Their economy is fish-based. <laughs> and and net-based. Net yes. A net-bedding-based. But, but wait a minute, okay. I, okay. Let, she was almost play, the first lady. I need so. to figure out why these are vegetarians, but they're catching fish in nets. Yes, let's keep going. They also are known as the winemakers, and what they okay, do they're is drunks. they collect the grapes, make wine, and store it in gourds. Right next to the big old books that nobody has seen. You know, like pumpkins and other types of gourds during the harvest season. 
well. The elves use those well. to hollow them out and put the wine in and seal them back up and keep them in cellars, which they later sell but, also okay. to the Okay, now, wait, wait, who are they selling to? Gnomes, that very much Oh, gnomes! No, the okay. gnomes made the nets. I guess, yeah. No, the elves make the nets to sell to the gnomes. Who eat the fish? Who eat the fish, okay. Ah, who that... catch the... The, the thing that swallowed the fly that the farmer right. made. Or, so, so elves... In the dell with the cheese. He is a guy. Elves are, are the... Um, uh, manufacturers. They, they, manufacturers, and they just... So they're, they're like the... Um, oh, they're, they're not morally... They're, they're, they're Gentiles that turn on and off the lights for the, yeah. for the Hasidic And they're Jews. not morally opposed to eating meat. Because they will sell the nets to the gnomes. Sure, kill and, away. We just don't like the taste. Yeah, though it's like and a, here, have a gourd of wine, which we make, but don't drink. It's like the Amish making the fixtures for those electric fireplaces that are sold to non-Amish. Go. Gotcha. Okay, right. makes perfect sense. Enjoy wine and beers and things like that. Of course, so they have they ready customers for that. He had but, to collect his thoughts. Uh, I'm sure he did. This has been a very informative so far. Yes. And I think we covered a lot today on elves. But if you have questions about <laughs> elves or other types of nature spirits... I'm sorry, this video raises more questions than it answers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have learned really nothing about... Well, no, we, we've learned a bit, except yeah. nothing. But not like... There's, not, there's a lot of backstory missing. Yeah. So... Feel free to email me from our website, www.mistoftheoracle.com. Mist. M as in magical, Y S T of the oracle.com. Wait, Y S T? M Y S T. M like mist, like like the, the, game, the game mist. Yes. Yes. Mistoftheoracle.com. Which I believe Donna is Googling right now. I've already We've up. got like less than a minute to go. Let's finish the video first. So if it's okay to mention your first name and where you're from, and I'll... and your cup size and your bank account number. Oh and your my pin. god! Hey, you look at the guy. Uh, no, uh, <sighs> Try to answer your question in one of the upcoming episodes. Until then, thanks so much for watching, and we also have our books available as well. If you like more information on the nature spirits, just go to our website. Again, and Carson, our, one of our elves that write in Seeing and Sensing Gnomes, covers a lot more information about elves as well. Thanks so much for watching and hope to see you again real soon. Wow. Yeah, okay, that was special. So, so, hold on. This website's insane. Oh, <clears throat> Mists of the Oracle is insane? No fucking shit. Yeah. Um, it's, <sighs> yeah. It's, it's a lot of New Age stuff. Christian von Lahr, who is apparently some sort of messenger. Is Lair. Lair. And is very lecherous looking. Um, and I apparently who we were looking at, was that Christopher Valentine? Yes. Okay. And apparently the, they've written books. Because he wrote a book. Hold on. Let me well, Christopher Valentine can't be wrong. He's an MBA. And just, uh, Christian von Lair isn't, uh, I have no, uh, the M's, uh, what, what is the MSC dot D? I, I, yeah, I don't, Master I don't Science? know. And yeah, the, the kid who wrote the, um. Doctor of Metaphysical Science. <laughs> I wonder how long he had to study to get that. From the University of Metaphysics. University of Metaphysics. I'm not <laughs> shitting you. <laughs> you probably learned from the gnomes and the elves. This is this is a whole lot of crazy. <laughs> there are I, many vocations in the field of metaphysics, teaching, counseling, healing, ministry, astrology, professional speaking, etc. This program is designed for students wishing to write books, teach, or minister in the way... In the way in which they are called to do so. That is the Doctorate of Metaphysical Sciences. I think we found that this is a vast rabbit hole of crazy that we're vast. <laughs> that we are not going to be able to escape down. from. Yes. Please, Skeptic Wire listeners, come save us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it started out with elvesarenotfake.com with one 
video on it. Now we're on this weird Mists of the Oracle website. Um, yeah, it doesn't seem like they're actively asking for money. Just buy our books, watch our videos on YouTube, see what other celebrities we've been around, what TV we've been on, a whole lot of that stuff. Um, oh my God, he was an interviewee on The Doctors. You know, doctors? one of those shows that recently just got slapped around for basically giving bad advice, along with Dr. Oz. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Gary, are you okay? No, this is a little more than a little creepy. He has a four-book set, uh, Seeing and Sensing Gnomes, a gnome story. <laughs> well, magical powers and mystical beings—that's the ones he was talking about in the video. Magic of gnomes and leprechauns and mystical beings. They, they, all four of those have children on the front cover. Yes, little boys on the front cover. Which maybe that's—he's he, trying to probably say that they're gnomes or elves, elves or, leprechauns or something like or something, that. But that they're just child-looking, and these are stock photos. <laughs> we hope not. Pictures taken in the back of a windowless van. <laughs> okay. I, I, anyway. It, it, uh, we don't want to cast yeah, a little too dis- that. We need to make a disclaimer. We are just kidding about the perversion and stuff <laughs> like that. But it is just weird. Yeah. Besides uh, the fact that all these claims that they're making about elves and gnomes and unicorns and stuff as if well, his it's taken by Well, his picture doesn't make rope. him look any better. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, Christian Von Lehrer's picture is a little on the creepy side. It does it look is. vaguely familiar, like he had a like a half hour comedy special in the eighties or something like that. <laughs> it does look like that. Uh no, he, he yeah, he does look like a, a one of those comedians. And apparently yeah. All he needs is the rolled up uh blazer sleeves. Apparently John Gray, the guy who wrote the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus warmly proclaims Christopher Valentine is has one of the biggest hearts of any guy on this planet. Oh yeah, well Larry King enthusiastically conveys you are a terrific interviewer, great question. <laughs> okay, yeah, I I I I think we're we're 45 minutes into the show and we don't look like we have any chance of getting out, so I'm just going to pull the plug I on think, this segment right should, now. Yeah. Uh, wait, how how does one get out of the mystical kingdom of the elves and gnomes? Um, apparently setting fire to it. <laughs> Yay! Or offering them a steak. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you a steak. No, 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 we don't like steaks. Give us nourish. No, I'll give you a steak. How about some bamboo? Under the fingernails. <laughs> What I love is my my personal favorite. Donna, missed. you're getting drawn back in. I am. He comes this thing, this. Thing. Check out these most exciting and revealing celebrity interviews Christopher has with notables. They're all like pictures from like cons. <laughs> so he's got the lollipop munchkin. And if you go and look at it, it's a picture from. It's, they're con pictures. Convention, you mean? Yes. Okay. No. Like, they're, he's taking <laughs> pictures of people with cos, in cosplay, and he thinks they're actual elves? That well, kind of thing? Well, they're all in this, this hotel background, and like the picture that he has with Ernie Hudson from Ghostbusters, Ernie Hudson's got this look that says, fuck everybody, get me away from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like, yeah. He, it, it's one of those, like... All right, okay, this... dude, you paid the forty bucks. Yeah. Get the picture now. Get the fuck away from me. I though. Uh, I... <laughs> to be reasonable, disclaimer: I have some awkward photos of me with like Phil Plate when he doesn't look like he's particularly interested in taking a picture too. So <laughs> it's not necessarily a reflection on the guy or what's going on here. It's... I'm sure he's a nice person. I think the best reflection of this guy and the crazy is the actual video that they chose to post. Yeah. Um, so, uh, if you guys want to go down this uh, YouTube 
crazy website rabbit hole. I think we have really gone into this plenty. Uh, we may actually be filling two episodes worth of material tonight. We have no idea. But uh, this is – we're stopping. No more on this this no. website. No more. We move on. Close the sessions. So- oh, you know that we're going to be bringing this shit back because this is now going to become a joke. I'm bringing sure. crazy back. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's plenty of other crazy on the internet and plenty of other crazy that we had to deal with here in the year 2014. But there was also some good stuff. So let's talk about some of that. Like a, let's do a year in review. <laughs> yeah. Please. Yeah. Please let us get. And I hope I hope that your year in re- review stories have nothing to do with elves and unicorns. Oh. Damn. Gary's got to scrap mine. his entire list. <laughs> there goes mine. Because it was all about unicorns. Okay, that's a good natural stopping point. Because as you can tell, the rest of the episode is a 2014 year in review. Our best and worst news stories of the year. We'll release that in a few days. Maybe Friday or Saturday. And uh, that'll hopefully take you through the new year. Thank you and see you in a little bit. The Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. North Korean Sony hack is the best advertisement for the 486 SX. That was Miss Betty Bowers. I love Miss Betty Betty Bowers. America's best Christian. Is that an old type of computer? 486? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's a Pentium processor. Actually, previous to Pentium. Gotcha. How old are you? (laughs) I'm in flux because I'm a couple weeks short of my birthday. So 38 and counting. So basically 39. Yes. How old are you? <laughs> I'm four I'm years old. <laughs> I'm death man. I'm death man. And a half. <laughs> I'm 38 and 11 months and two weeks. Or two weeks. You should know the 486. Shit. My first computer was 486 I got in college. Our f- oh, Apple the first computer our family had was an Atom, made oh. by ColecoVision. Yeah. Yes, my five years on you has me knowing all about that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. <clears throat> I can tell you what's the first computer my dad bought. The Sinclair. Oh. TRS-80. See... I'm jealous because I had a whole bunch of friends with TRS 80s and they had all the cool games. We we first got the. Are you familiar with the Sinclair? It's actually the first mass marketed computer that you had to buy all the peripherals for, but it had like one of those, um, what were they called? Gel keyboards. Okay. So you had to always you know really press each. Okay. Key. It was a piece of crap. There's, there's <laughs> well, a, they, that was the same thing with the TRS 80 because their keyboards were crap too. Yeah, but but they because they would stuff. double. They would double, but but this but the Sinclair um, was the first. It was a hundred bucks. It was, it was about this big, so not even the full keyboard. We didn't care. And then my dad realized what a piece of crap it was. And then the Apple IIe came out, and so we got the Apple IIe rather than that. So we got to play Parsec on mm-hmm. a black and white monitor. Apparently, there's color to it. <laughs> oh, and Hunt the Wumpus, Hunt the Wumpus. <clears throat> <laughs> was was you had to find the wumpus in the cave. So it was like adventure, and depending on the color of the of the cave that you were in would determine on whether the wumpus was in the next room. So it was kind of like Minesweeper before Minesweeper came out. Okay, okay. Uh, but you had bats and other things. You could fire an arrow into the thing. 
but we had a black and white monitor, so we didn't know what the colors are just different shades of gray. <laughs> and sort of a Fifty Shades of Gray. Yeah, we uh, masturbated to it. Where are well, you that took an odd turn at the end. <laughs> Slightly disturbing turn at the end. No, we didn't. <laughs> well, and I thought internet porn started with AOL. <laughs> really? No. <laughs> Sorry, before AOL, I remember getting getting an ASCII porn. <laughs> and it would print each line, and so it was actually, it was motion. 